bro. It's good doing this with you. Doing this with you, man. Welcome to the Break of Dawn Cafe. I'm Josh. I'm Dan. You know, we should like maybe more introduce ourselves. I'm Josh, and I started this podcast, and I'm a copywriter who is a recovering pastor. Go. Hey, I'm Dan, and I'm a pastor who's just a pastor, not recovering. Kind of love it. It's, it's a good it's a good deal. I love it. You're still... I've been pastoring for... Am I rambling now? Should we stop No, that? no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I've been pastoring in a small town in northeastern Wisconsin called Appleton, Wisconsin. And it is yes. cold out right now. It is. It is. I saw it warmed up to negative five today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> count every blessing, Josh. <laughs> Count every blessing. Yes, indeed. Um, so, welcome to our podcast. Our podcast. What are we going to call it? Well, so, you know, it's called geocaching. Scripture. I actually, so when I was originally thinking about, or I started listening to the podcast and I loved it because mm-hmm. I love the theme music. The theme music is just the best. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I had to look up. You like, just what, heard it, folks. Yes. What What is a cache? Like, I had no idea what a cache was. And so I had to like put I had to put the two like geo I don't want to, like it's Earth. What on Earth is a cache? I don't I don't I don't because I don't use that in daily language. Broken so. down like a linguist. Yeah, I, I love know, it. right? You're like geo. That's like I get that. Or, <laughs> what, what is a? I don't know what a cache is. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard that more than once, and and now I'm considering like renaming it. Hmm. Um. And and um. I was naming it um, Bible time with Josh and Dan. Oh, I love that. I like that one. Yeah. Um. Um. Take a look in the good book by Josh and Dan. <laughs> no, I think it's too long. That's just too long. <laughs> hey, but for our couple dozen listeners out there, if you have recommendations for us, let us know what we should possibly rename the podcast. Yes, yeah. Fax us on Clubhouse. Yeah, we're looking to get to uh, Gen Xers. That's that's our that's our key demographic now. So. So yeah, just just fa- fax us or uh, t- uh, tweet us. Do we have a tweet? A tweet? Tweeter? We have it. We have it. We have it. I'll mail it to you. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I mean, it, and the obvious being that we both started with our boomer parents as, as fans. Yeah. Hi mom. Hi dad. <laughs> of our twenty listeners, my dad is four times because he plays it halfway through and then loses the link and then has to do it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> my parents record on tape and I listen to it in the car. So, um, so yeah, so we, you know that's important. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I so yeah, we're trying to figure that out. So help us with that. But this morning I have a question for you, Dan. Oh, what is that, Josh? Were you picked first? I know you. I know it was first. I mean, this <laughs> is a formality to ask. Were Never. you picked first or last as for I, kickball? As I push up my glasses onto my notes because they had fallen down. No, yeah, I was never ever picked first for any sport i you know um yeah my recess memories um are a lot of uh, a lot of uh waiting and mm. sitting and daisy chaining dandelions yeah. well they <laughs> waited like the, the choice between me <laughs> me and like a bush yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like okay ronnie travis mike just josh in the bush that's, that's all that's left is josh in the bush and then they they hesitate. I know. Oh, I remember one time trying to do kickball. I was trying to try to kick it with my right leg, and then as the ball was rolling towards me, I panicked and then tried to kick it with my left leg, and like fell down. It was just 
<laughs> oh, oh man! So you changed dominant legs, <laughs> just made a pitch. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm gonna be a southpaw. <laughs> It's not good, folks. It's not good. Not good. Not good. Okay. Well, welcome to whatever podcast this is. <laughs> Josh and Dan mock themselves who read scripture. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, and we're going to talk about favoritism. Oh, picking. picking. Speaking picking of picking. Favorites. My goodness. Speaking of picking. And, and the favorite kids that would first get chosen at mm. the kickball lineup where you're all standing there um, were not me and... Uh, we're not the end. Certainly not me. So, um, la- welcome to Last pi- Last Kids Picked yes. Bible Podcast. I like that. I like that one. Okay. Well, we're going to read today from James chapter 2. Um, My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, Will you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit at my feet? Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Are not the rich ones those who oppress you and ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. So James 2, 1 through 8. Um, Favoritism. You know what's what's funny about this? Mm. (laughs) When when you were reading verse 2 and said, if a man wearing a gold ring, I just immediately thought of like like Mr. T walking in with like big gold chains and a gold ring. (laughs) The guys from Run DMC. Correct. like, uh. <laughs> well, let's let's cram in a few, gen, a few more a few more Gen X references oh, while we're trying to hit man, our I can't stop it. I yeah. can't stop it. <laughs> anyway, stop watching Alf and turn up <laughs> turn up your tape deck and listen to Josh and Dan. <laughs> so favoritism. Um, I just wrote a sermon on this, um, I, and I titled it. <clears throat> you wrote a sermon. I thought you were a recovering pastor. Josh. Uh, yeah, well, I do. What's write, going on there? I I, I write. I freelance. You <laughs> freelance. You moonlight. That's a <laughs> moonlight. Yes. I, I. Yeah. That's my secret identity. Is I, I write some sermons for some some good friends of mine. That's awesome. Um, and I wrote a sermon on this, which is called <clears throat> "The Shabby Clothes of Christ." Oh my goodness! That is <laughs> what I'm talking just about. fantastic. Yeah. Typical James. Um, I, I figure, you know, if if like Paul was your philosophy professor, mm-hmm. and like Peter was your like protesting friend who always got in trouble, mm-hmm. James was like your like football coach. Oh, I like that. You know, or or like your personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, do this. Do it. One more rep. <laughs> Pick that up. Pick up those feet. <laughs> Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I have this. Um, I have get pinged by this YouTube guy who, I don't know how I did. I I skip him every time, but I still get his ads. Mm. And his ads are for like how to lose body weight. Maybe maybe <laughs> he's looking through the camera. I don't know. But um, so I'll end this like gorgeous like cool like twelve string melody of like some Hans Zimmer song. Yeah. And it'll be like and he'll close. Dun, 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 and we will hear like. 
Cardio cuts body fat. <laughs> False. Let me tell you about what I know. Oh, dude, I get the same guy. <laughs> oh. Actually, I get that guy, and then I get like, do you need body armor? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get some of those, too. They're like, they're like, you know. I'll just finish listening to like a Tim Keller sermon. It's like, do you need an extendable magazine for your AR? I'm like, no, I don't need any of that. But thank you for the offer. Oh. Are you tired of paying too much for hollow point rounds? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so anyway. we digress. So we digress. Um, James is talking about being in the assembly and somebody coming in. And and it's interesting to think, like, this is the early, early church. So the assembly was not what we think. No. This is not 400 acquaintances. <laughs> it's our listening audience, essentially. It's yeah, a yeah. dozen people. Exactly. So. If all of you got together, <laughs> um, and and when so when a a man a person comes, yeah, it's noticeable, yeah, and yeah. they're very much there, mm-hmm. and you can smell the person when mm-hmm. they walk in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so why was favoritism like a thing? Well, so what, we, we also have to understand. So like in the in the super early church, so like the the like the nascent let's call it let's use a fancy word that. Nascent church, like yes. it's very soon uh, into like its 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 life. Like it, it wasn't just a a meeting like we think of a meeting in the sense that like you, you show up on a Sunday, you eat a couple donuts, you have a nice worship time, you listen to the pastor, and you leave. Now there was teaching and there was worship in these gatherings, but there was more than that. There was also meals. There was almost always in the, in the ancient world there was almost always a meal associated with some sort of voluntary gathering, which is what the early church would have been seen as and thought of. And so, you know, when the early church sat down to have its Lord's Supper, which again, we have it in terms of like the little cup and the little wafer, but they actually had a meal after the service. Mm-hmm. And so like read Justin Martyr, and it's like 68th, uh, yeah, it's the 68th apology. He talks about like doing all the churchy stuff and then after you have a, a meal. And so the meal is really important. And I think it's the context for James in that, you know, why would you tell someone, sit here at my feet, when chances are the church didn't have benches like we think of benches. And so there wouldn't have been like a, a place for a poor man to like sit at your feet during the worship time. That just doesn't make any sense. And chances are the context for this was the Lord's Supper or the meal after the gathering. And there was very strict rules about who sat where for these gatherings. And so there were the places of honor, and then there were very clearly places of dishonor for those who would recline at these meals. But then below the places of dishonor, dishonor were like the women and the slaves. And so like the men would all recline, and like there were places of dishonor among those who were reclining. But then beneath that were the women who are often given chairs to sit at or had to sit on the ground, and then slaves below them who oftentimes had to sit at the ground at the feet of those who were eating the meal. And reclining, we don't mean like easy chair. No, like not at all, not at all. With the, the paper. Like you are on, so, so think of it this way, you're, you're literally laying on your side, so you're laying on your hip, your right elbow is supporting you, oh no, your left elbow is supporting you, and your right hand is being used to grab appetizers, essentially. Michael Jackson cover of Thriller. There it is. Yeah. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Exactly. So one more, just, <laughs> we're one more Gen X reference. We're just nailing the 40 to 55 range. And today. so so what James is doing is he, he's calling out a, the strict hierarchical organization of some of these gatherings when people would sit at a meal and people would say, well, you're not 
you don't pay enough money, and so you you're not you don't you can't eat at my table because I'm paying for the food essentially, or I'm paying for this house, or I'm paying for this entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ponying up any money, well, then you can maybe sit at the edges, you can sit at my feet, you can sit at the corners of the room, but you're not actually part of the community. And so James is just calling it all out and saying, look, if you guys are one in the Messiah, then there cannot be this type of favoritism. Okay. All right. So, so James is calling them two relationships with each other. Correct. Um, which is, which is always James's challenge. I think even more than some of the other, some of the other writers mm-hmm. where he's, he'd like, before you even finish saying a theological concept, he's like, how does that look out on the field? All right. Cor- yeah, correct. Yeah. So when Mr. <laughs> T walks into your assembly, you cannot give him the place of honor, even though he has gold rings, guys. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I feel like if someone were to, like, a, if a guy were to walk into a Christian assembly on a Sunday with like a bunch of gold rings, like that would actually be a hindrance. Like they would, whatever seat they got, it would not be the seat of honor. So <laughs> culturally, that doesn't really. Oh, it does not translate no. anymore. No. no, it doesn't. It doesn't really. What would be our translation? I have no idea. I don't like even a, know. A Josh. pretty person with the, just the right skinny jeans or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. But, and I don't know any of those people. A bright, so shiny person. A bright, shiny person. I, that that stands to reason. Yeah. Well, and I think like our our uh, modern cognate, um, there's a five dollar mm. word, to this is um, networking. Mm. So like, to me, like I think of like being at a at a thing. Yeah. At a especially like a work thing, and then realizing that you know so and so's here, and then it's, it's a lot of whisper campaigning. Yeah. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. You know, and then but then I think like in my reptilian professional brain, like, you know what? That guy pays me. Yeah. I wonder if he could pay me more. Yeah. You know, and then there's this networking idea, like of okay, that's how you get the promotion, and that's how you get like this or that thing. Um, well, and then the community, in that sense, just becomes, how do I work my way up? Which is right. what James is trying to actually defeat. He, he doesn't want that culture in the church. It's not about how do I work my way up. It's about how do I uh, humble myself, if I'm a rich right. person, if I'm, if I'm poor, like how do I humble myself in a way and take up Christ's identity as the servant of all? And that that's the point of the Christian assembly. And that's the culture that should be, that should be palpably noticeable on... And any anytime the church gets together, mm-hmm. and so I, I mean I think everyone's had the experience of maybe not walking into a church, although it could be, but walking into any sort of gathering where you realize, oh, I'm welcome here, but like there's a cool group and a not cool group, and I don't know where I am, but I'm definitely not part of the cool group. And I think oh, man. like yeah. that's like the church can be rife with that at times. Although mm-hmm. if the church is doing what it's supposed to be doing, it shouldn't be. Um, but any assembly can be rife with that. And so James is trying to like pop that balloon and say mm-hmm. like, stop, stop that. Do one more rep of humility to, to like to our, do one more, <laughs> do a, one more rep. Uh, <laughs> and say like, this is like, there is, if we are going to embody the value system of the Messiah, we have to fundamentally change the way we relate with each other. And that, that's it. It's instinct that he's driving against, mm-hmm. which is like, it's like counterintuitive. Yeah. And he said, like, this is your reptilian brain. And essentially, we're going to evolve mm-hmm. beyond that as a community and make something new. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. So linguistically, this word for favoritism, um, and you'll have to help me with the pronunciation, but um, prosopon lambano, um, which means to grab onto the face, oh. so to be enthralled by the face of something, yeah. straight by the service. 
So what James is saying, directly translated, is if a rich person comes into your assembly, grab him by the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab him. No, but, no, but specifically I, I, a poor person, grab them by the face. Well, so I think, and I think that's really intuitive. And so when I'm, when I'm, so I have a 16 month old daughter and she's learning how to use a spoon right now and she's struggling, which sometimes she actually gets the spoon into her mouth. And when she does, I, I'm so proud of her sometimes because mm-hmm. she, she knows she's done something well. And so she'll smile at me because she got the spoon in her mouth, and I'll grab her by the face, and I'll just, I'll just smile. I'm like, you did it. It's awesome. I love you. And I'm grabbing her by the face as a sign of affection. And I think to, to do that same type of like, behavior towards a, a poor person, a humble person, someone who's not used to experiencing that, mm. I think can be a... A, a beautiful way where the church again can embody a new and different type of culture where those who aren't used to be being grabbed by the face in the best way mm. are suddenly get that experience. I so I love that. I love that. So in some parts of early church, there was this, this practice and this would have been the church probably when it got a little bigger. So in some parts of the early church, there was a practice that um, if they were in the assembly and, and a, a member came in, mm-hmm. then the usher would show them to their seat. And the usher probably in, in those times is somebody you knew and mm-hmm. they knew you by face, mm-hmm. you know, they grabbed you by the face mm-hmm. and they, you know, took you to their seat. Um, but if a stranger came in, mm-hmm. especially a poor stranger, the bishop himself would leave his seat. In the early church? And welcome them to their That's seat. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you say And by like early that, church, I mean like, 150s, 200, by, right. by, by the time bishops are like becoming a thing. So right. this is not early, right. early. This is not nascent early, but this is still pretty early. Pretty early. But I, I think that's such a beautiful vision of like the, the bishop recognizing that his his chief job on a Sunday outside of teaching the word is to give honor to those who don't ha- normally have honor. To welcome them. That's, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and they're talking about, like, Bishop leave this seat. Well, pretty soon that was a throne. Yeah. Like, that was a pretty powerful mm-hmm. place of sitting. And then, then he would, as as just an act of Christ-likeness, go, go and welcome this person. Yeah. Which means it threw everything up. Yeah. Which is interesting. It just changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I love that image. And, of course, when you say, in any scholar says, in the early church, they don't mean all the early, early church. I know it's it. <laughs> Like they didn't, they didn't log into the same website and see what are the best practices this week. Yeah, yeah. they, you know, some of them killed each other, <laughs> <laughs> and and there was or at least like, punch each other in the face. Un- so. Uniform practice, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We'll get into that one. Yeah. Um, so that's part of I think what's going on with James and James to James. Um, I love how he says he says um, the royal law. Yeah, the royal law, and that and that is meaning this is a sovereign kingdom. And I don't mean that in a storm in the capital, kind of. <laughs> um, but like this is this is a sovereign kingdom in the sense that that the kingdom of Christ is superseding all other gravity, yeah, superseding all other rules, and it's something new entirely in itself. And yeah. it's and it's a revolution. Well, going on. I, I think it's 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 a, I think yeah. it's a challenge and, and a, a beautiful challenge in a way. And so, like when when he says, "Has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith?" Um, you know, I think he's looking at the rich saying, like, I know you have money, but you're not as rich as you think you are. The entrance into this community is laying all of that down and realizing that like the Messiah had to die for me, for me to be able to inherit this new family in God. And because of that, I have to recognize a, to some extent, my own poverty, 
before Jesus. Right? The, the fact that he had to die for me and give me his life means that I had to get a life. I, I, I didn't have a life. I had to get mm-hmm. a life to begin with. And that means that when I step into this community, like it's, it's not about me flaunting my wealth. That means absolutely nothing. It's about recognizing that I am an impoverished human being, man or woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I need the Messiah as much as any poor person in this room. And that just cuts through any sort of hierarchy and makes, to use a cliche, it makes the ground level at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think of like, you know, the, the common cultural message now being, um, you know, reach down inside yourself mm-hmm. and find the answer, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the resounding message in the New Testament, the gospel is, it's not in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, reach around all you want. Yeah. Um, it's not in there. Yeah. Um, and, and you hear the old story, and, and this is one of those, it's like, yeah, it might be apocryphal. Who knows? You hear, you hear the old story of, of the church um, that has a sign over the door that says servant's entrance, mm. and it's the only door. Oh, <laughs> you got me. That is awesome. <laughs> I love. I was like, "Where's the story going? Where's the story?" Oh, I uh, you punctuated that wonderfully. Yeah. And so, thanks for listening to whatever podcast this is. We don't know yet. Um, I kind of like last guy's under construction. Picked. Last, last guy's guy. picked. <laughs> the last guy's picked Bible podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Josh. I'm Dan. Pax Humana. Cheers. Cheers.